Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Thanks for joining us. The leadership drama at the House of Representatives far from over. Voting 184 to 1 with nine abstentions, lawmakers rejected Alan Peter Cayetano's offer to resign as House Speaker. In a speech Wednesday, Cayetano rallied his colleagues as he expressed his desire to resolve major tasks brought about by the pandemic before he steps down. He also slammed his rival, Congressman Lord Alan Velasco, for his supposed failure to exhibit leadership in the chamber. Maraming mga kongresista nagsasabing question mark ang kanyang speakership. COVID eh. Nagtago ko eh. Di ko alam kung nasa aircon kang hotel. Very clear yung usapan. I have two budgets na ipapasa. And magba-birthday ako na ako speaker. Sabi niya eh. Birthday ko rin eh. Sabi ko pare, 50th birthday ko. Sentimental lang sa akin. Sabi niya, babaw mo naman. Sabi ko, oh, mababaw talaga ako. Congressman Lito Atienza, who previously urged Cayetano to comply with a term-sharing deal brokered by no less than President Rodrigo Duterte, was not having any of the House intramurals. Witness today is another breaking of the word that he agreed with the president. Nobody's asking you to resign today. You resign on October 14, as you committed in Malacanang. You created the drama, you followed the script. The same boys you depended on in killing ABS-CBN. For Marinduque Representative Lord Alan Velasco, Speaker Cayetano's theatrics have taken the budget deliberations hostage. On Facebook, Velasco slammed Cayetano's privileged speech as political maneuvering, saying it prompted the suspension of the 2021 budget hearings. It was only Cayetano's ally and Anak Kalusugan party list representative Mike Defensor who moved to suspend the plenary deliberations for next year's spending plan to supposedly give lawmakers more time to make corrections. Velasco also reminded Cayetano of his alleged promise to President Duterte that he will resign on October 14 as part of their term-sharing agreement. Malacanang distancing itself from the vote, saying it will not comment on the internal affairs of the lower house. But presidential spokesperson Harry Roque maintains the approval of the 2021 budget must not be delayed. Stay out no comment That's a purely internal affair of the House of Representatives. Ibig sabihin po, gidagalang po ni Presidente ang naging butuhan. The speakership row at the Philippine House of Representatives won't derail deliberations on the 2021 national budget. That assurance coming from House Appropriations Committee Chairman Eric Goyap. See, Yap also reveals he abstained from Wednesday's vote because he wanted to be neutral amid the budget season. Delay naman kasi ng one and a half days, kaya namin kabulid yun eh. Mm. As long as we address all the parochial concerns of the 300 congressmen. Kasi mga parochial concerns, it is valid. As okay. long as we talk with ourselves, wag po dalain sa media, wag po mag-away-away. Well, an ally of House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano asserts the House leadership should not be decided based on a gentleman's agreement alone. 
Anakalusugan Party List Representative Mike Defensor says Congress should not go through major changes amid the pandemic. He is also concerned that Congressman Lord Alan Velasco may not have the capability to lead the lower chamber at this time. Is the one replacing Speaker Cayetano or whoever will replace him capable of leading the House through this turmoil? No, not Congress, the country. Itong problema ng ating bansa. Kaya bang itulak para ayusin yung mga problema sa mga darating na panahon? Absurd and a waste of legislative time. That's how one lawmaker called on Wednesday's House proceedings. Bayaning Atleta Party List Representative Jericho Nograles insists Alan Peter Cayetano can freely resign if that's what he really wants to do. I chose not to participate in the uh, voting as, uh, at all because I found it a little absurd to vote on an offer to resign. According to our rules, any officer of the House may resign. It is a personal choice. It is not up to the body and not up to Congress and the plenary to decide on the action. Speaker Cayetano confirmed the President's guidance and order that he must resign on or before October 14th. Oriental Mindoro Representative Doy Liachon also believes Wednesday's voting was inappropriate. Liachon, who is a supporter of Congressman Velasco, however, will not challenge it. He says the House should just wait and see what happens on October 14. There's still standing agreement, no? and uh, we'll just wait for October 14 to happen. After all, it was the uh, original um, agreement of uh, the parties of Speaker Caetano and of course, Mung Lord Velasco. The most important for us is, of course, to abide with our mandate of duty or the, our mandate to pass the budget right now on time. The Philippines' COVID-19 tally has surpassed 311,000 with fatalities now at over 5,500. Out of the more than 2,400 new coronavirus cases reported by the health department on Wednesday, 800 were from Metro Manila. This comes just as a new survey shows adherence to health protocols declined in the national capital region. Still, Metro Manila Council Chairman and Paranaque Mayor Edwin Olivares hopes the NCR can shift to a loser lockdown by November. The Philippine government is looking for more funds to support its COVID-19 response. Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno says the government is asking for a 540 billion peso loan to be repaid in three months at zero interest. He expects the request to be submitted to the Monetary Board for approval soon. The new loan follows the 300 billion peso lent by the central bank to the government via the purchase of government securities in March. The government has been borrowing heavily as revenue shrank and expenditures climbed because of the pandemic. That pushed the country's debt to 9.6 trillion pesos in August, 21 percent higher compared to the same month last year. 
An early safety study shows Moderna's candidate vaccine against COVID-19 produces promising results among older adults. Let's get the details in this report. Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine candidate has shown signs of success in older adults. That's according to an early study published in the New England Journal of Medicine on Tuesday, which showed the vaccine produced virus-neutralizing antibodies at levels similar to those seen in younger adults. Researchers said the side effects of the vaccine were roughly on par with high-dose flu shots. The study was an extension of Moderna's phase one safety trial, first conducted in individuals aged 18 to 55. It tested two doses of Moderna's vaccine in 40 adults over the age of 56. Side effects, including headache, fatigue, and body aches, were deemed mainly mild to moderate, but in at least two cases, volunteers had severe reactions. Georgia resident Norman Hume told Reuters he took the lower dose of the vaccine as part of the trial. No reaction at all. It was people asking about that all the time. Uh, you know, friends, yeah, how are you feeling? It's like, it, it's, it was like getting a flu shot. He said he decided to take part in the trial after watching first responders in New York and Washington state earlier this year. Somebody had to do it. And, and I'm not making myself like a hero, but I mean, I, I, it was, it's important to science that this data is captured. Um, it seemed like a good approach, um, well-thought-out approach. Moderna is now testing the higher-dose vaccine in a large Phase three trial, the final stage before seeking emergency authorization or approval. The U.S. Commission on Presidential Debate says it will adjust its format for the remaining matchups between President Donald Trump and Democratic nominee Joe Biden following Tuesday night's chaotic event in Cleveland. Several changes are under consideration, including new limits on speaking times that would replace an open discussion portion of the debate, as well as giving moderators the power to turn off a candidate's microphone. Another option is to penalize an interrupting candidate by forcing him to yield more time to his opponent. The first presidential debate was marred by insults, name-calling, and heckling, mostly from Trump. At one point, Biden even asked Trump to shut up as he continued to interrupt him on almost every topic. Royal Dutch Shell has announced it plans to cut up to 9,000 jobs or over 10% of its workforce. The company said it expected to cut seven to 9,000 jobs by the end of 2022, including some 1,500 people who have agreed to voluntary or to take voluntary redundancy this year. The oil and gas giant explained it's part of efforts to restructure its operations to shift to low-carbon energy. Shell said the reorganization would lead to additional annual savings of around 2 to $2.5 billion by 2022. That's on top of cost cuts of 3 to $4 billion announced earlier this year. The airline industry also carrying out more job cuts. U.S. carriers American Airlines and United Airlines begin furloughs for over 30,000 workers as hope fades for a last-minute bailout from Washington. The aviation industry had been hoping to extend beyond September 30 the $25 billion payroll support program, which provides partial pay for tens of thousands of industry workers whose jobs were affected by the coronavirus pandemic. But congressional discussions on a second round of airline aid have been hung up in the debate over a larger national relief package. 
A change of leadership or in leadership looms at the Philippine Stock Exchange. Three brokers from the PSC's board of directors have reportedly agreed to step down in November to give way to new names coming in. But ABS-CBN sources have brushed off earlier rumors the PSC board will resign en masse. The stock exchange has a total of 15 board members, eight of which are non-brokers. Jose Pardo is chairman of the board. The other broker directors are Maria Vivian Yuchenko, Eusebio Tanco, Edico Bing, Alejandro Yu, Emmanuel Bautista, and Francis Shua. In sports, the Miami Heat got off to a hot start, but it was the Los Angeles Lakers that had the last laugh in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Anthony Davis and LeBron James combined for 59 points as the Lakers took the series opener 116-98. to The Heat led by 13 points early in the game, but the Lakers immediately erased that. LeBron and company would eventually establish a lead as big as 32 points in the third quarter as they coasted to victory. Making matters worse for the Heat, losing two of their stars, Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic, to injuries. Game two of the best of seven finals is on Friday. That's Saturday morning here in Manila. And that'll do it for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Play back the interviews too on ANC's YouTube channel. Keep safe, everyone, as you keep it here on the news channel.